go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to Everybody, it's high noon. You're listening to the AltaCast on MutinyRadio.fm. Oh boy, do I have a show for you today? Oh, we're uh, listening. I am having like the most difficult time because by Saturday I have to let everybody know uh, who is part of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, and there are. 50 right now in the yes pile and I can only take 25 so I can only take one out of two out of the initial culling of comedians people are so funny and unique and uh, it's it's mind-blowingly difficult so kudos to the people who applied this year I again I'm so humbled that you want to come to San Francisco for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, the fourth annual that's going to be brought to you by Benders. And look where you have a call already. If I wasn't so blind, I could see who this is. Anonymous. 650. Well, let's, let's, let's figure this out. Mutiny Radio. Uh, this is Pam. Would, would you like to... Hello? Uh, would you like... Oh, it's Sweet Kale, Sweet Kale. I don't have, I don't have time today. I'm sorry. I'm so, so busy. He doesn't have a show here anymore. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I gotta go. All right. I'm sorry. I don't either. Oh. Okay. Bye. 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 Sweet Kale. Six five zero anonymous is Sweet Gale now. I wish I had time for her today, and I just don't. Uh. Yeah. Well. I'm supposed to be training, but my trainee is not here, so I'm all set up. And everything is going to be great here on the AltaCast. I'm also very sad that I am not currently joined by LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth. She is not feeling well, and she'll still probably have to work tonight. So uh, that's going to take precedence over being here and watching these videos. Um, But I hope she feels better. Feel better soon. And um, yeah. (laughs) Oof, here we go. Let's see if we can make everything work in the world here at Mutiny Radio. Uh, all right, this is the this is the young, I remember this guy, this is the young, um, uh, he's Asian, but I've heard his same joke from another half Asian. Invalid parameters. I don't know what that means, Cameron P. Uh, I'm gonna try the next one, because we are lifting the veil here at the Vimeos don't work out as well for my computer boxes. Here we go. Oh, this lady, she's so professional. One of the things I learned are kind of shocking to me. Like, I didn't know nobody has pubes anymore. Did you guys know that? Mm-hmm. No mas. No bueno. Basta. That freaks me out. Out and this is what uh, this is what you're supposed to do um, in case any of you like me did, uh, is new to this information. You're supposed to go into a place that's kind of like a salon, 
and you go up to the person who works there, who is most likely a total stranger, and you say, excuse me, would you mind ripping out all of my pubes? All at once, if you don't mind. Oh, it gets better. That person then doesn't say, that is the most fucked up thing I've ever heard. That person says, sure. I'd be happy to rip out your pubes. I already ripped out several other people's pubes today. That's what I do. I rip out people's pubes. so upsetting. I think there's one of those places near my house. It, they've got a sandwich board out front with a picture of a beaver on it. The woodland creature, not the, you know, not the thing. Otherwise you'd think it was a sandwich place. What? That was not that was not in the thing. That's what happens. Getting cocky. So there's a picture of a beaver like on a log. And beneath it, it says, a clean beaver gets more wood. <laughs> clean beaver gets more wood. I'm like, well, you know what a bald beaver gets? It gets hypothermia and parasites and fucking dies. I love her. I can't See believe she applied. Beaver floating down the river. Balma Roger, you're a super yes. Had to... Super yes. Okay, that's how it's going to go today, guys. When I know they're a super yes, I go with it. And it's, she's in the super yes pile. I like her. Okay, here we go. I like this guy too. This is the problem. I like I like all these videos and this is so crazy. I know crime. Um, <laughs> no, wait, hold on. That's wrong. Others oh, hit. Um, they are the... Host of legalized crime uh, in Seattle. Right? Another West Coast come loudly. I would like to welcome to the stage Sean Riccio. Everybody leave for a second. Thank you, Audie. Thank you. Good evening! and gentle folk. Uh, give it up for all the comedians you've seen tonight, right? I am so happy to be here in Portland. Scenic gateway to Vancouver! Ah. Yes, they put it on all the tourism stuff. Vancouver's, Vancouver, Washington City motto should just be Vancouver. No, not that one. The other one. <laughs> I occasionally go and visit uh, Vancouver, Canada uh, because I'm desperately trying to appear like I'm in the middle class. <laughs> and oh, this side of the room gets me. This side of the room. Ooh, some of these people. Some of these people probably make more than $40,000 a year. Let's keep tabs on them, guys. Right? Who's doing calisthenics for the revolution? <laughs> yeah, get, bear, get that so you can burn their fucking houses down. Woo. Uh, I'm glad Portland likes that joke because whenever I tell that joke in Seattle, I'm like, nah, we actually bust out here from Bellevue. <laughs> we, didn't, we don't appreciate that, Sean. We earned that those three pools. 
I'm sorry, I didn't mean to alienate everyone in the crowd who grew up with more than one pool. I just... I sensed some groaning there. But no, I occasionally do comedy in Vancouver, and whenever I tell people in Seattle, I'm going to Vancouver to do comedy, they're like, Oh, really? Which one? I'm like, yeah, I'm going, I'm going to Vancouver, Washington for fun and profit. I lost a bet. A, a witch cursed me, and now I'm doomed forever to do comedy in the banquet room of a Hyatt Inn. Yeah! <laughs> professional comedian. Do you know what that means? you know what that means, sir? That means I make dozens of dollars a year doing this. Mostly in Bud Light and baskets of curly fries. But it's fine, it's all tax deductible at the end of the year. I got high with a guy outside Nature Block. He was wearing a suit. I'm pretty sure he knew what was up. Uh, I don't know if you could tell from the Rainbow Pride Rebel Alliance pin on my leather jacket or the black bandana I had on the bottom flagging side, but uh, I'm a bit of a weirdo. Yeah, uh, and I've been, I've been, uh, I've been known in my group of friends to be like something of a degenerate and a fiend, which means that they often come to me for advice about, you know, just stuff. Sean, I need help, but like, what kind of lube should I buy? Uh, do you start with one finger or just go straight to two? Yes, please. Step into my office. How can I help you? And a young man, uh, a young man back in Seattle came up to me after a show, and he said, she asked me, how, how do I smuggle drugs into Canada. And I'm like, oh, my son, there's nothing simpler. <laughs> like, you just take your pills or your zowies or whatever the fuck you're gonna be, you know, making a mistake with. <laughs> you just put it in, like, an Advil bottle, throw it in your bag, none, none's the wiser. Bob's your uncle. It's as easy as that. And I said that to him, and then, without missing a beat or listening to what I had said, he just loudly said to me, yeah, I think I'm just gonna, like, shove them in my ass. Is that okay? <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. Honey, you want, you're asking a different question. You want to know about a different thing. And that thing is fine, but like, you could just ask me that thing. <laughs> yes, okay, so he's gonna strip again. This is, so here's the reason why I put him in the super yes pile is that this is so funny. You guys can only hear the music, but he's doing jokes and then taking off his clothes. He has no shame. I, yes, he just took his shirt off wildly, and I love it. No shame in the game, baby. That is perfect for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. So, yay. Okay, so this is where things get confusing. This guy is hard to understand, but with the subtitles, it's much, much funnier. And I... 
it's so hard to choose people. Um, I just, I'm telling you, it is. Oof. I wish, I wish Latoya was here. I wish the person I was supposed to be training was here, so I could bounce this off another person. But I guess I should be the one to decide since it's my festival. Okay. Ready? Ready? Right, give it up for them. Give it up for my boy, Wu Tang member, Sarah Nay. Come on, let's get up here, man. Good up. this guy because he does wordplay and it's very funny all the way through and Florida gosh I'd love to have someone from Florida I can't move him over yet though God, I've got to I've got to get I mean I have to I have to say no to half of these people and I and I don't know how it's gonna happen I don't want kids. I don't know why I would do that either. I don't know. I try to let everyone know. By the way, no children. That's a rule for me. I don't want kids. Like, I, I, I don't hate kids. Let me be clear. I don't hate kids. I just don't want them. They're a lot of work. I, I'm 33. I've seen enough people struggle to know how hard it is. I have no excuse if I have a kid. If I had a kid and I started complaining about how hard it is to have you know better. You know this. <laughs> I'm an uncle, which is way better than having kids. That's, like, that's the best job. It's like having a timeshare with a kid. That's <laughs> that is about two weeks a year. You make payments, my car jokes, and pull my finger. It's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> I think my my, my uh, niece and nephews, my nieces and nephews, they they're the ones who kind of taught me that I don't want kids. They're brutally honest, man. They will fucking cut to your soul, and you don't even, you're like, what the fuck? Like, let me give you an example. I was having breakfast uh, with my, uh, when I first moved up here, I moved in with my brother for a few months. And when I did that, I, you know, I, I was staying there, and my, one day we're having breakfast, and my nephew looks over and he goes, Uncle Mike, are you a grown up? I'm like, what the fuck? That's, that's some passive aggressive shit right there. 
Altcast. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I'm sorry. I'm using. I'm using you right now, Mutiny Radio listener. I'm really having a tough time going through these videos because I know everybody's good. You, I, you know, it's like my mom is Irish, my dad is Mexican, I identify as Leprechaun. <laughs> Thank you very much. My differences. You won't find me at the end of a rainbow guarding gold. You'll find me at the end of a wall. So do not trump.
by this until I had a tater top on my burrito and my Irish side kicked in. Oh my god, that's delicious. <laughs> you guys are forward thinkers up here. I'm gonna let you go with a warning, alright? And then give you one star in the morning. So, uh, anyways, trying to get healthier, trying to get healthier. Uh, <laughs> eating a little bit too much fast food now. Got a little fat. Last year was getting out of hand. Last year, unsolicited, people were like, oh, don't worry, Todd. Dad bought I, could, I laughed out loud enough times that I can just move him into the yes pile. All right. I guess that's what it comes down to is how many times I laugh out loud. That's a pretty good, um, right? That's a pretty good demarcation of, I, all right, here we go. Yeah, I like to take the long way to the stage, make some more dramatic scene. <laughs> What's good? How y'all doing tonight, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You look nice right there. Nice smile. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can scoot over towards him, bro. You look like... Yeah. You look very awkward right there. <laughs> <laughs> trying to give her enough space to not think you don't want to Oh, bitch. close, but not that close, Rhea. I'm trying to work on it. <laughs> I sneak up on her and change the status of your relationship on Facebook. That's how you bring stuff to Bitch, we're together today. You might even want to fuck with me. Why? Like, let's figure this out. Why? So, you must. Do you ride a bike? No. Because you know. Through my years of experience also, you can never, ever get pussy riding a bicycle. That's an automatic... That's an automatic red light. That means no go. Yeah, man. The seat, the bike tells you not getting no pussy. It's only got one seat, bro. It's a two-seater bike. Those bikes are only in movies. <laughs> yeah, bro. Lance Armstrong will even be like, don't do it. <laughs> to top it off, you can get a DUI on a bike, but she's still not going to fuck you. <laughs> I, I'm wondering if this is all just riffing, which is very funny. There's no bike racks at the club. <laughs> Finished right there. That's the dead end right there, bro. 
Yeah, man. It's tough out here for the single man, man. <laughs> Trying to find somebody, man. You used to be looking for your soulmate. Now you're just looking for somebody. You're settling out here, baby. It's terrible. You can't never find nobody on the same level. You know what I mean? I'm looking at, I'm in the clubs looking for bitches, man. You buy a chick a drink at the club, she try to swindle you? <laughs> if I buy you a drink at the club and I don't get no grope action, <laughs> I will follow you until you burn the calories off. <laughs> down I'm extra thirsty if you lured me at the club I match your Facebook wall like what's good with that dance <laughs> it's getting serious if you block me on Facebook I'm at your wedding reception cutting your husband for the first time like this bitch owes me you're not gonna get away with this Small claims court, whatever I gotta do. Yeah, man. I try to fuck with the party scene, too. The party scene's even more terrible. Why do girls have to do drugs in order to have fun? All the bitches are on something these days, man. Like, I, I'm, at the, I'm at the party, I'm trying to turn up. Chick stumbles over to me, talking about some fun. Take this. Make sure you drink a lot of water. Or you might die. Bitch. Stop right there. That's the end of that. What kind of fucking prescription is that? For a party, bitch. That's unethical. You're out here prescribing sick shit. Live a little lot. No, bitch. I'm trying to live a lot. It's serious out here, man. Oh, shit. I had this one chick, man. I had to leave her alone, man. Went to the dorm room. She went to USC. She was always on something higher every time I came to her. Yeah, sick. She pulled out a blowtorch one day. This was the last song. She pulled out a blowtorch. <laughs> she pulled out a little gram of waxed marijuana. I don't know if you know about this. She put it on this little tablet, heated it up, took one hit of the shit, and this bitch started dozing off he's like serious, Grandpa at the dinner table. He's so <laughs> serious. And so she was serious. white, and I've seen enough CSI episodes to know <laughs> so that serious. when a white chick passes out in front of you, it's time to go. <laughs> I immediately wiped everything, put my fingers <laughs> inside of my sleeve, my lying. sweater, and got out of there. <laughs> yeah, man. These pornos are getting crazy, too. That's right. No segue. Straight to the next level. Yeah, man. I was watching one porno. Dude pulls his dick out, comes in the glass, says... <clears throat> Drink this, drink this, drink this shit with some class. And the chick drinks the shit with her pinky up in there, and I'm thinking, what kind of sick shit? And I was watching him flick with my chick at the time, so I turned to her and I go, would you let me come on you? And she goes, Javon, that's not something you do to somebody you love. 
And I go preposterous, bitch. I've been coming on myself my whole life. <laughs> Well, gosh, you know, he riffed. That's the thing is that the majority of that was riffing and then he did a couple jokes at the end and he's very funny, Atlanta, Georgia. He says, just a comic from Los Angeles spreading his wings and trying to be great. Well, I don't know what to say. What I will say is that if you're looking for something to do that's awesome tonight, you need to go to the Raw Power Happy Hour fundraiser for Mutiny Radio at the Elbow Room. It's a cash-only bar. Hosted by Lovesick DJs with guest DJ Cookie Monster. It's going to be tonight from 6 to 10 p.m. Lovesick DJs are open for booking holiday parties, weddings, and art shows. Go tonight the elbow room uh the elbow room's actually closing soon which is super 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 bummer 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 all the cool places are closing to make way for new condos just like the hemlock sad face and uh now the way of the elbow room getting knocked down not to get up again but hey we're up at mutiny radio running and you should go to that and give us some money go to our website mutinyradio.fm where you probably downloaded this podcast and click the donate button we're hey and thanks for downloading this podcast we are almost at 25 million downloads since the inception of mutiny radio on march 6th 2011 when we started collecting stats on our shows here when we made the move from Pirate Cat to Mutiny so many years ago. And we're at almost 25 million downloads, which is very, very exciting. And I I know we'll get there by the end of this year because we've been averaging about 500,000 a month, which is insane to me. And thank you for downloading this, you awesome, awesome listener. Hey, coming up for you in March, March 1st through 5th is the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2019, sponsored by Benders, Subliminal SF and Counter Offer. Also, Asiento. Uh, and we're going to be featuring 25 comedians from all over the U.S. And 20 comics, 22 comics, well, 23 if you include me, from right here in San Francisco. That's 50 comedians, almost 50 comedians being awesome here for you. And those tickets go on site. We're, gonna, we're figuring out the themes right now. It's going to be a lot of fun. All the different individual local hosts like Rolf Scar, who's going to be a part of it. Uh, and people like Brian Lucette and Rachel D, Natalie Fauzi, all Charlie Spink, all going to be hosting shows here. Jen Lewandowski. Lots of great people. Really excited. Thanks for applying. Our next person we're going to be looking at is Amanda Biddle. And again, this is so hard because I've got to cut half the people. And that to me is crazy because... We got Amanda Biddle, everyone! Great sound. Hello, everybody! What's up? Are you guys alive still? 
I know it's the end. Hello, fellow human. Thank you. Okay, so it's hot as fuck in here, but I have a, a whole thing going, so I have to keep this ridiculous AKC Pomeranian scarf on. Um, okay, so recently my car broke down is pretty shitty and I had to get it worked on. Fortunately I have a friend who um, does car work in his garage and I can get like a really good deal which is nice. Um, and normally it's just him which is cool but the other day he had his friend with him so and I'm, I'm really an outgoing person but I also get a lot of social anxiety so I was like trying to talk with this guy and it's not going well so I was like uh um, looking around for something to like grasp at the environment and he s scoots over this little scooter with a bunch of tools on it and it like squeaks over and I was like, uh, hey, when you're done doing what you're doing, you should put some WD-40 on these wheels and it'll clear that squeak right up. And he looked at me like I was some kind of moron. He's like, um, WD-40 is actually a degreaser, not a lubricant. <laughs> like, um... <laughs> That's fucking bullshit because I've been masturbating with him for years. I know for a fact that it is a lubricant. Um, thanks for the hot tip, though. Um, so I actually today's my half birthday, you guys. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm 30 and a half years old. Very mature. Um, but I'm actually the last of all my friends to not have any kids, which is fine. I love kids though. I really I love babies. I love toddlers. Like I think they're really hilarious. And um, this weekend I was at my friend's house and I, I slept on her couch and in the morning um, her boyfriend and their their two year old came down and she still breastfeeds and like it's eight thirty in the morning and I'm on the couch and the first thing I hear this like adorable, innocent, clear as fuck voice say at eight thirty in the morning is my mommy has boobies. <laughs> they are delicious. I have boobies too, but they're not here yet. <laughs> this is just like this like half awake two year old just like talking, and I was like, that is the best shit I've ever heard anymore. <laughs> and then later that day we go out to eat, and they're still breastfeeding, but they just do it at home now because she's a little bit older and. She's throwing a fit because she's two and a half, and that's what two and a half year olds do. And she grabs my friend's hoodie, starts to pull the zipper down, and she's like, Give me the giant one. <laughs> I'm sitting across from her, and I am me, and I was like, I'm sorry, did your child just say, Give me gargantua? <laughs> I am thirsty. <laughs> She's like, no, we get home. It was the best thing ever. So now, now whenever I talk to Brianna, who's my friend, I was like, hey, how's the giant one doing? How is the giant? A little heavy. How's she doing? How's it going over there? Um, but some people are weird about breastfeeding. I think it's awesome. It just seems so cool. Um, I have. I don't have any kids, but I do have experience breastfeeding, so I feel like I feel like I'm already kind of on track to be a good mom. And I also just like. I'm cool with like talking shit about kids. Like they're fun, they're cool, they're really amazing, but it's also like you're still a little asshole. Like maybe you're a fucking kid, but you're being a fucking dick right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I'm single. 
and I've been thinking about what kinds of things I might want for my future relationships. And um, I just recently decided that, after a lot of reflection, I don't want to have a threesome. It's just like, I don't know, I just feel like it's a lot to keep track of. Um, I'm a very selfish person. Um, and I just don't know if I'm confident enough for a threesome, quite frankly. Um, however, I do want two people to have sex with me at the same time. <laughs> so there is that. I'm in the market for that. Um, but okay, I'm going to leave you with one last thing. I am single now, and I know it's probably really crazy because I seem super stable and normal. Um, but so I, I've had a lot of failed relationships in my past, and one particularly volatile relationship that I had um, with a ex-partner, we would play this game that I call dysfunctional ping-pong. Uh, maybe some of you are familiar. Uh, so I would say something mean, they would say something mean, I'd say something mean, they'd say something mean. We just like lob this back and forth to one another. And one day we were playing a round of dysfunctional ping-pong and um, I said something really mean to him and then he said to me, um, you know what, Amanda? I really wish that someone would have thrown acid in your face when you were younger. Yeah. So that you could have developed a personality. Oh! Yeah, right? Pretty sick burn. Like, super sick burn. To which I replied, Are you saying I'm, like, really pretty? Really good video. Great sound, well produced. I didn't laugh out loud as much as I wanted to, but it was such a funny story. It's so difficult. It's so difficult. Okay. This is Ellen Doyle. Ellen Doyle. Thanks, guys. Schlepped all the way here. Schlepped. Schlepped. All right. All right, there you go. Guys, I'm having one of those moments where, like, I am, I want something so badly, and I was told I can't have it, and then I just want it more, right? Do you know that feeling? You're like, oh, now that's all I'm going to think about, right? Here's what I want more than anything in the world. Uh, told I can't have it. It's childhood cancer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The doctor said I was too old. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, next you're going to tell me I'm never going to die, dude. You know what I mean? Like, give me some good news. Make it stop. <laughs> yeah, I really want it. Um, and it's a shame. My friend in the second grade had cancer of the childhood. Uh, yeah. And her childhood was dope because of it. Like, just rad. Like, so jealous of it. Uh, like, Make-A-Wish, like, made her wishes come true. Like, she went to Nickelodeon Studios. She met Melissa Joan Hart from Clarissa Explains It All. She got slimed. She, like, sent me pictures and postcards. And she was like, look at what cancer's done for my life. <laughs> Meanwhile, my parents are like getting divorced in the other room and like separating our living room furniture. I was like, wow, I wish I had cancer to kind of turn this shit storm around. <laughs> Not fair, yeah. She was on so much chemo medicine that her mom used to crush it up and put it into chocolate milkshakes for her. So she would have chocolate milkshakes for dinner every night, yeah. And I'd be at her house for dinner. Her mom was like, here's your milkshake. And she was like, ugh, milkshakes again? It's like, Megan, you won, okay? <laughs> you have everything, okay? <laughs> Why are we still 
complaining. Yeah. She's alive, too. I probably should have said that a little while ago. She made, she made Which is bullshit, right? Because if Make-A-Wish makes your wish come true and you still become an adult, like, you owe an organization money. I think that's not fair. That is not fair. Because the wish that they're making is like, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, and it's like, well, you're not going to make it, so what do you want to be now? What is it? Tell me. I told my kindergarten teacher I wanted to be a stand-up comic when I grew up. What an arrogant piece of shit I was. Yeah, but she got to do whatever she wanted. Megan, you're wonderful. Made it. Um, her skin's amazing now. Thank God. Thank God, right. Because she, like, there's no toxins in her body. You know, that chemo. God, she looks gorgeous. Uh, she, uh, yeah. She's a wonderful person. Good for her. She's an organic chef. She is not my friend anymore. She's not. She, uh... She stopped being friends with me once remission hit. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's true. Once uh, remission hit, she was like, you know what? I don't want to be seen with you. I was like, yeah, I get that. It's ridiculous. Which is crazy. It's like when, when you beat cancer, people think that you're a hero. And I was like, I was friends with a bald child. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm a hero, right? And this was like 1992, like, you know, when being bald was weird. Not like now. Some kid's like, I identify as bald. You know, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, you're a bald child. Yeah, I'm woke. I get it. No, this was back when, like, they made fun of her for being bald, you know? And I was like, hey, don't make fun of Megan. If you want to make fun of Megan, you got to be friends with me. And they're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> Walk away. Walk away. Come on, Megan. Let's go get a chocolate milkshake for two. <laughs> two straws. <laughs> Yeah, if like I mean the fact that like now all of my memories are based on what I can afford financially. Like hers are from Make a Wish and mine are from whatever my paycheck gives me, which is minimal. So that sucks. And if I like Make a Wish isn't gonna help me if I get cancer now anyway. Like I have to start like a Kickstarter that comes across your news feed, just like, hey, if you can give Ellen like ten, fifteen dollars, you know, she just really wants to visit Cleveland before she dies. <laughs> You deserve to have cancer. <laughs> and that's a garbage bucket list, and I hope that it hurts, and I hope that you die quickly. <laughs> yeah, we stopped being friends when she, uh, when we went to high school. Uh, you know, cancer is a, a vicious disease because, you know, it takes your friends from you and gives you better friends and leaves you in the dust. Right? I became a cancer survivor survivor. <laughs> 100% cancer free. You think it would feel better, but it doesn't. It doesn't. You know, fuck cancer, right? What a, <laughs> what a vicious disease that is. That's okay. I go to therapy. Don't stress about it. <laughs> we get it taken care of. I have a 9 p.m. Monday night therapy appointment. 9 p.m. That is too late for help. Right? That's kind of late. Yeah. It's too late for help. 9 to 10, 10.30, depending on how long I cry for. And it's the same bullshit every week. I'm just like, do I have daddy issues? Like, what's, what's up here? And she's like, it's 9 p.m. on a Monday. You put a code in the door to gain access to the building. Okay? You clearly have daddy issues. Take off your top. Tell me about your mom. And I'm like, oh, good, it's fixable. <laughs> we can take care of it. I don't have to be like this forever. Here's $100, Stacy. I'll see you next week. It's not worth it. Don't go to therapy. <laughs> Don't go to therapy. Don't go to therapy. Get childhood cancer and end it, you know, end it before it's, it's too late. All right. Thank you guys so much. I'm Ellen Doyle. Yay, Ellen Doyle.
see, I laughed a lot out loud during her set. So that bodes well, doesn't it? I think so. Huzzah. All right. Hey, everybody, again, if you don't know what you're doing tonight, may I suggest that you go to the Elbow Room and go see or go to the Raw Power Happy Hour fundraiser for Mutiny Radio at the Elbow Room with Lovesick DJs and DJ Cookie Monster. That is on Valencia, everybody. If you know where that is, Valencia Street here in the Mission. And it's going to close, and that's very, very sad, and it makes me very unhappy. Alex Rios is going to be next. He's acted in music videos. That's awesome. Here he is doing comedy. Out. Applause for Alex Rios, everyone! I just look like a Greek that got beat up by a hot topic. Thank you. I recently turned 30 years old. I also recently became single for the first time in three years. And I also recently moved to Vancouver, Washington. So I'm killing it. <laughs> I turned 30 and I, uh, I'm getting fatter because of it. I'm not so much getting fatter as I am like gaining tits. <laughs> like all over my body. <laughs> like if I were to take off my shirt right now, I'd look like two fat pregnant cats back to back. <laughs> My shirt right now, according to the internet, I'd be brave. <laughs> you gonna stop laughing and trying to perform? There's a lot of different sexual positions out there, a lot of yucky ones I don't want to talk about. <laughs> the most common position is missionary position. It's a great position, I like it, but the name's boring and it's gotta go. <laughs> they should change it from missionary style to first person shooter. <laughs> My parents 
parents aren't dead, but if they were to die, that'd be really sad. Because that means I'd have to get a new cell phone provider. Hawthorne Street's over there. It's a gross place. Ever be there? Ugh. It's like a breeding ground for white people with dreadlocks. And in the summertime, like now, it's like, it smells like blue cheese and feet. It's gross, but it's accurate. I was walking down the street, minding my own business, and I saw this 25-year-old white guy with dreads on his head. They were nice, though. They were like beat-in trust fund locks. He was a weirdo. He was like mumbling. This is what he looked like. He had uh, no sleeves on his shirt, both sides. But they were cut all the way down so it looked like a butt flap for his torso. Short shorts, but only one of them was short. The other one was a pants. No shoes on, just screaming down the, down the sidewalk. Made eye contact with me and looks right at me and goes, Hey, shut up! I wasn't talking. It's a little closer, and he goes, Hey! Get out of Oregon, you right-wing Republican asshole! <laughs> this is the new face of the Tea Party? <laughs> We're all fucked. <laughs> I started thinking, maybe I'm just a Republican to him. I have shoes. <laughs> Republican. in a kitchen because I'm Mexican. It's all right, white people. Work in a kitchen, I work in a very large kitchen, very big place. I work with anywhere from 10 to 15 guys, all straight white guys, you know, the broy, chest beating guys, the guys that walk into the door at 7 a.m. and go, where's the puss? All those guys, you know, Trav, Kev, Kev, and Kevin, Kevin. It's like working in a Bud Light Lime commercial. <laughs> and when you work with that many straight, broy douchebags, there's always one question that comes up, and that question is, how much money would it take for you to suck a dick, bro? People were throwing outrageous amounts of money at like $100,000, $500,000, a million dollars, a million, one dick. I'd do it if you said please. Because my mama taught me manners. I'm Alex Rios. Have a good night. Oh, I like him too. Do you see how hard this is? Do you see? Do you see how difficult this is going to be? Do you understand, Mutiny Radio listener? Are you getting it? Some weird music there on the. Okay, so I just I don't even know. I laughed out loud. I don't even know if this is. I we're gonna. I don't know what to do anymore.
Okay. We're just going to keep going through. I have to sign in to confirm my age. Yeah. Okay. Oh, lame, lame, lame. I don't know anybody's uh, stuff, unfortunately. Like, enter your password. Uh, 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 that's not right. Okay, so that's not going to work. Um, wow. Alrighty. Dang it. Let's see if it works on a different device. Like this one. Pulling back the veil for everybody. Hoping that you go today to the elbow room and check out the awesome DJs and cool things. A fundraiser for Mutiny Radio at the elbow room. I hope you go. That would be nice. And if you... It's hard. I'm pulling pulling back the veil and the music isn't very, you know... Oh. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna try to work this out on this other device. You're listening to the Altacast here on Mutiny Radio. I'm pulling back the veil and being a bad host. Hey, I hope that everybody comes to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival March 1st through 5th, 2019. 25 shows, 5 days, featuring 50 comics from San Francisco and the entire United States. P- picking them right now. And... Oof. Yes. Cope in the background, being weird whispering about weird stuff. Okay, here we go. Gonna try to... Ah, the new interface on, um... On, what's it called? On the... On the... On the Hotmail is making me crazy. It's like they don't want me to use Hotmail anymore. (laughs) These jerks. These jerks! All right. I already saw Javon. Moving down. Amanda Biddle, we saw her. Trying to get this, yeah, this Jaron George guy. Here we go. Let's see if this. Okay, so I don't have to. Yeah, do I have to sign in? How does it not know me? For my age. Oh, is he inappropriate? Is that what's happening? Is he inappropriate? Okay. Did we get through? Did we? We did. Here we go. Let's try this out here. Oh, come on. Four? Be cool. Uh-oh. Dang it. Well, okay. Sorry, Mutiny Radio listener. I'm glad I wasn't training today. Um, I don't think that my... Oh, it's because it's on mute. Screw me. Let's try this again. Okay, okay. User error. User error. User error. 
user error. Here we go. For Jaron George. summer camp. sweatshirt on and I had my hood up and uh, this person was walking down um, towards me and we locked eyes um, and she looked at me and I looked at her and I was like oh man she, she might cross the street this might happen but then she walked towards me and like with purpose towards right towards me not trying to pass me and then she stopped right in front of me smiled she bent down and tied my shoes <laughs> She tied my shoes, she's well over 65, her name is Florence. She said she liked my shoes, she said be careful in these streets, and I was like, okay. All right. She said to stay strapped. Um, I have long shoelaces, I gotta triple knot them. I gotta triple knot them. Uh, Y'all been really cool, and um, I want to share something. Um, I'm trying to get better with the dirty sex talk, and um, I want to share an experience. One time back in college, um, I was in an interracial couple. Uh, we were in an interracial couple relationship, and uh, she was white, I'm black, and it was all good because we were having sex one day. And next thing you know, she started doing the dirty talk, and she was like, "Oh, Jaren, you're my mocha king." Right. And I was like, all right, all right. And she was like, Jaren, give me that chocolate black dick, okay? All right. And I was like, okay, okay, good, good. And then she was like, Jaren, and you? Like, it's my turn. So I was like, yeah. Chocolate black dick is on the way, yeah. And she got a little bit angry and unimpatient. She was like, no, talk dirty, racially. And I was like, 
oh, okay. And she was all food related, so I panicked and I was just like, yeah, baby, oh, you're so hot, like, like egg whites. <laughs> get better. Um, she, dis she dismounted off of me, she dismounted off of me, and then she went to get her clothes, and then um, I was trying to call her back, I was like, baby, where you going, my bowl of mashed potatoes? <laughs> I should have said coconut crusted pie, I don't know what's good. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, I, um, I do want to have kids, um, um, but here's the thing, I, don't want, I do not want identical twins, okay? <laughs> I, I don't want to get parent trapped, okay? All right? Because one of these days, like, like, listen, yeah, I don't want that because I'll put like a, a piece of glitter on one of their necks just to tell them apart. I'll do that every day. I will tell them they were born three days apart just to dismiss their twin powers, whatever they got going. I don't want to get Zach or Cody. I don't want to get sister sister. And they have to grow up so they keep doing that shit, no. Because I'm gonna give you a scenario. One of these days, I'm, I'm dropping them off to summer camp, not Jewish summer camp, but I'm dropping them off at separate camps. And I'm just like, all right, Kevin, you gotta go to basketball camp. And he was just like, all right, good. And then I was like, all right, I'll see you. Whoa, 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 wait a second, wait a second. You're not Kevin, let me see the back of your neck. No, you're not Kevin, you sit down, you're Chris. You're going to science camp. Kevin, you're going to basketball camp. But I'm a good father. I'm a good black father. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, good job. I don't even like cigarettes, okay? <laughs> Anyways, I'm Jaron George. I'm Yay, Jaron George, you're very funny. I like you very much. This is... Uh, <laughs> good start. Uh, <laughs> um... So uh, I'll tell you something, tell you the truth, guys. Uh, I'm sexually attracted to guys, which uh, I guess that makes me gay. Uh, but then again, so is collecting stamps, so. <laughs> uh, I like being LGBT because I feel like it sounds like a sandwich. <laughs> You know, you have the BLT, and now you're the LGBT. <laughs> Lettuce, gay men, bacon, and tomato. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm single, and um, it's hard when you're gay, because there's only like one in ten people is gay. You know, I feel like meeting someone's like winning the lottery. You know, they say, hey, you never know. It's, but it's like, hey, I do know, it's a no. <laughs> No, already. <laughs> I'm trying to date. I'm on uh, Grinder, which is like um, it's, just, it's a gay dating site, but it's really just a gay fuck site. Everybody's just fucking on it. Thanks, it's really not a good place to meet somebody. <laughs> um, and it's only for gay people. Like um, you know, lesbians they can't. I don't know why. <laughs> Shouldn't do it. If lesbians had a Grinder, though, they would call it Scissor. <laughs> <laughs> joke I thought of with the help of the internet, so. 
thought of it at the same time. All right, yeah. <laughs> Property rights, who the fuck cares? <laughs> uh, it's a fucking Albany, it's a fucking 6.30 show, you know, on a, on a Wednesday. Nobody's looking this shit up. <laughs> All right, it's Thursday. I get high sometimes. Yeah. Um, dating, uh, it's not working out. Um, I feel like it's just easier to just get, you know, instead of dating somebody, you know? And uh, so here's my strategy to get into a, my, into a uh, relationship. Um, I'm gonna rape somebody. <laughs> it's a lot worse than it sounds. It's, um, <laughs> it's a relationship rape, all right? <laughs> so you tie some up, you throw them in your trunk, and then you go apple picking with them for the weekend. Apple picking. <laughs> Or you, you know, uh, put a Mickey in their drink and then you sign a lease with them. <laughs> um, I, uh, I really, I, I hate straight people. Anybody straight here? <laughs> Not really among friends, I guess. <laughs> You know, it's not, I can't, like, I just, I don't know, I just feel I hate them because it's the only race you can hate and not get on the news, you know? <laughs> For some kind of, whatever. Um, so, so I can't, I try to insult straight people, but I can't really think of anything good. <laughs> guys are just perfect, aren't you? <laughs> so I was like, hey, go have a baby. <laughs> perfect baby. <laughs> Straighties. <laughs> Straighty, straight, straight. <laughs> the best I got so far. <laughs> my, uh, my roommate's straight, and um, he's always saying things like, oh, cocksuckers. <laughs> <laughs> like about, like, you know, when he stubs his toe or whatever, right? I always mean, like, I always have to say, like, you mean in a good way, right, Dan? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to take it back, you know, I'm trying to take back, back. you know, so that's why whenever, uh, <laughs> um, that's why whenever I get like a hundred on my math test, I'm like, yes, that sucks, cop. <laughs> um, I think people don't say that because... I've been down there and sucking cock ain't that great. <laughs> you go and it's hairy and it's smelly and you just, just want to go home. <laughs> Sometimes you're already at home. It's <laughs> a double whammy right there. Uh, you know, there's a reason they call it a blow job and not a blow career. <laughs> Thank you, I'm Terrence. Like him, he is funny. They're all funny. Oh, I love the show. Right, I love the club. There, one of my local favorites. You're gonna love him too. Give it up for Andrew Murphy. Yeah, uh, I'm having a bit of a week. Uh, I, uh, my therapist killed himself. Uh, so. 
So I guess that means I win, right? <laughs> I've uh, been away from stand-up for a while. Actually, I, uh, I've been filming a TV show. I booked my first TV show. It's very, it's very exciting. I want to be appearing on an episode of uh, Straight Eye for the Straight Guy. It's a great show. I just go to other straight dudes' houses, and I'm like, that's a cool pool table, dude. Well, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like I live at a bar. It's a cool Bruce Lee t-shirt, dude. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, I got like 10 more of these, dude. And then we'd sit around and drink and talk about how we would have done the Bin Laden raid different. <laughs> I would have gone into the window and gotten from the back. Man. Politics is getting spicy these days. <laughs> it's re it is getting four stars at an authentic Thai restaurant spicy out there. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta talk to people you disagree with, though, because you always learn new things. I was talking with this pro-life guy the other day. He was dropping some pro-life knowledge on me. I don't know if you guys know this, but did you guys know that at 16 weeks, the fetus has everything it needs to dunk? <laughs> and you can't argue with that, you know, because just for some people, life begins at the rim. Yeah. <laughs> people say race relations are bad right now, but like, let's be honest, when people say race relations, they mean white people and black people. Like, does anyone know how well Jews and Asians are getting along? <laughs> Can we take a poll on that right here? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's Trump's fault race relations are worse because he's dumb and mean. And he's also ugly. He's our first openly ugly president. <laughs> Which I appreciate, you know, as a not presidentially handsome man. It's great to see one of my own people there. Like right now there's dumb, ugly, mean children who for the first time are seeing someone like them on TV. They're watching TV and they're like, Mom, look, there's someone like me on TV. And their mom's like, that's right, Billy, you can be anything you want. And he's like, Shardy knew that, shut up, bitch. You know? <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah, I know. This is what I look like. I, I'm, not the, I'm not the best looking dude in the world. I'm not the worst looking either, though, you know? Like, I'm not leading man good, good looking. I'm not even, like, character actor good looking. But I might be, like, character actor stunt double good looking. <laughs> like, if I was on fire and ran past you and got on a motorcycle, you would be like, oh, man, Paul Dano has gained weight. <laughs> I don't trust hot people either. I really don't. All, in the last like three or four years, all hot people have been revealed as fraudulent monsters. They have crumbled in the light. It is time for the sixes and down to run this country. As well we should, because we built it. There was no one hot, like welding the girders to build. There was no one with cheekbones at Gettysburg. You know, no one with abs had to go down into the mines. You know, like if you, if, if, hot people didn't have to come to America. You know, when the Irish were all starving, it was all the ugly Irish people on the boat. And then all the pretty Irish people were like, why don't you just ask people for food? People, I just ask people for food. This is a dumb joke, but I love it. Uh, women always put me in the friend zone, you know, but uh, joke's on them, because now they have to help me move. <laughs> I'm not very good at dating. I, I don't know. Like, I always, I always say the wrong thing. Like, I don't know. One time I was making love with this beautiful woman. And I was trying to be sexy with it. So I was like, hey, babe, what do you want me to do? I said sexier than that. And then uh, she was like, oh, you just do whatever you want. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to come. And we're going to talk about how your tattoos are dumb. <laughs> you, made, you made some poor choices. <laughs> the geometric pattern is not symmetrical. <laughs> I can tell from you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bail out, leave out, and give you guys on this one here. I, uh, 
My dream job is to work on the radio. Oh. I got a great radio voice. Like, this is, like, what am I doing? Letting people see my face when I got this voice here. You know? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to 102.2 KQKLA, QKLA, QKLAW, the All right, and we're coming at you live from on top of the hill. We're going to be giving away tickets to see Boston playing in Asia, Asia playing in Boston, and Blasia, the first all-Asian Boston tribute band. <laughs> They are all Thai, except for the drummer, who is Korean. And we'll be coming at you live from on top of the hill, playing some of the lost rock classics of the rock revolution, some early stones, some Beatles, some kinks of the who. Just kidding, Hotel California on a loop until I am dead. <laughs> all right, I've been Andrew Murphy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yay! You very fun. Do you see the problem I'm having? Do you see? Do you understand the problem? that everybody's funny and I don't know what to do. All I can do is watch these videos over and over and see which ones do I think about later? Who do I... Uh, for Clancy Kramer. Clancy Kramer, here we go. Yeah! What's going on? Yeah! What's... How are you? Okay, let's jump right in. I've been having a lot of sex recently. Yeah! Up top! Having a lot of sex recently. That's a lie. I'm lying to you. That's a big old lie. Look at me. I look like Ned Flanders fucked all of Death Cab for Cutie and had a girl. I'm not. I look like I have a rock collection at home. I look like I'm auditioning for the Vans Warped Tour revival of West Side Story. I'm not getting it. If you. That's all I'm. Okay. I haven't been having a lot of sex. I've been fucking right here. Yeah! All right. Lonely. Really fucking lonely. Uh. What are we doing here? That's actually where my nickname comes from, Clancy the Loneliest Boy Kramer. That's what everybody calls me all. I actually, from birth, like, I came from my mother. She looked at me and she said, oh, he's gonna be lonely. That was the first. I don't date, too lazy for it. What, do you want me to take the phone all the way out of my pocket? No. <laughs> no. Not gonna have, no. Go to a place, meet a person, get the fuck out of here. I thought I had meningitis for about a week last year. Like, I had all the symptoms, and I was just like, cool, I'm gonna die then. That's, I'm fine with that. Because if I've learned anything from all the Netflix murder documentaries I've been watching, it's you never go to a second location. And the second location, the first location is always my bed. So, all right, what are we doing here? I feel like you're not really on board with how lazy I am. Let me try and put it in a way that you'll all understand. I own a couple of fleshlights. <laughs> or three or four if you count the mouth one, but let's not split hairs, okay. Uh, I actually, one of each orifice, and then one that looks like the Eye of Sauron. That one's kind of interesting. You stick your dick in it, you turn invisible, but any circus can see you from anywhere in the world, so it's uh, <laughs> It's a little bit of a wash that, unless you're into Andy Serkis watching you, I'm not gonna kink shame you, but like, all right. What was I, oh yeah, that's where my nickname comes from. The one that I'll, everybody calls me, you know. Clancy, four holes is better than one Kramer. That's, this guy knows, he saw me early today. He was like, oh, there goes four holes. And I was like, hey man, right guy? This is a completely true anecdote, all right. 
What was I taught? Laziness. I'm lazy. I own all these flashlights, all these flashlights, and I've used one of them one time because I'm too lazy for the laziest possible version of sex. I can't, I can't do, and I even took some of the steps out. You're supposed to soak it in warm water for like 20 minutes so it resembles the temperature of a human body. Didn't do that at all. I was just fucking cold rubber. Just, just stuffing my fuck lumber into lifeless latex lady parts. You picturing it? Don't. It's, uh, it's weird enough to picture anybody, but look at me, I'm a child. And this voice, this is the voice of someone who would sneak up on an inanimate object. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, 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 I'm not gonna hurt you. I just wanna use you to store my rock collection in. All right, what are we, what were we doing here? Now they're just in the back of my closet. Just four lady parts. The bet. Are you distracted? I did call my dick fuck lumber. That's. Let's get that out of the way. That was Are the word distracted? that I. Or the two words. One word hyphenated. You choose. I don't give a goddamn. Okay. What other lies can I tell you? Uh, when I was a baby, I was circumcised. A few times, actually. It just didn't take. I don't know. It just kept coming back. Wow. Like stray nipple hair. It's just. It wouldn't. Apparently, every day, just like, ah, oh, baby's crying again. Better change his diaper again. Gotta clip the end of his dick off again. I don't know. <laughs> Is that possible? I don't know. Uh, it's just what my mom always tells me, like in our long talks about my penis. You know the penis talks. This guy knows. He knows. You call her up two or three times a week. You're like, hey, mom, my penis again. And she's like, oh, did I tell you about your 13th bris? <laughs> We're not even Jewish. I think she just likes the big pillows. I don't know what the deal is with that. And that's actually uh, where my nickname comes from. Uh, Clancy the Infinite Dick Kramer. That's, that's my nickname that everybody calls me. Right, guy? Okay. What are we doing here, guys? I don't know. I don't even... That's not... None of that is true. I'm a big liar. My dick is like sand on a Caribbean beach. Fine. It's fine. All right, I'm gonna get out of here later. Yay, yay. All right, let's try this lady. Play. Play. It's thinking. Play. Google Play. There we go. Because I recently became a U.S. citizen. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm a great addition to your country. And it's your absolute pleasure to have me. Before I had confidence of a true American, I was made in China. <laughs> like everything made in China, I was a little defective. I don't know how to hold my chopsticks. But I have every right to be this way. Not because I'm American now, and I have every right to everything. <laughs> Unlike you lucky people who can learn with your big American hands. 
and options like forks. Chopstick is all we got as babies. Our tiny little hands are not meant to handle those long sticks. So there's always me, a white boyfriend, in a Chinese restaurant. The white boy is teaching me how to use chopsticks. A Chinese waitress walked by, gave me a dirty look. What the heck? She embarrassment. She must be Korean. <laughs> I got a friend request from someone named Rice Wang. Yep, R I C Rice as first name for Chinese person. <laughs> Let's just clarify. This guy picked the name himself. Like, I picked the Bernese and had major regrets over the years. <laughs> but rice? That's like a white guy naming himself Cheeseburger Johnson. <laughs> I got so curious, I had to look up all the rices. And my search result is looking like a PF Chance menu. I got rice chow, rice mian, and rice bao. What's up with all these Chinese men? Like, anything I say around them will be sexual harassment. I want rice for dinner. Had it for lunch too, by the way. But then I realized, ah, that's why they picked him. Hello, ladies. Want some rice? <laughs> On my 10th birthday, I got a present from Grandma, my pet bunny. It was a surprise. Chef's choice. <laughs> yes, I said it. My grandma cooked my pet bunny as my 10-year-old birthday present. Oh, God. I know you think that's fucked up. <laughs> but I also know you want to hear all about it. <laughs> so, on my birthday, back from school to grandma's house. Happy birthday! I cooked something very special for you. No what is it, grandma? <coughs> Surprise! Oh, it first. No. I ate it. It's delicious! What is it, grandma? Oh, no. We have to eat Mr. Butters. He's sick. <gasps> I cried over this for 20 years. <laughs> I hate surprise birthday parties. <laughs> then one day I look around and realize this is why we don't have veterinarians in China. <laughs> we pack and select, just eat them. Take them to the nearest restaurant, chef's choice. Strong children. Okay, Bernice, I love you. You're great. For Carl Berger. Right, yeah. A lot of attractive people out there tonight. That's good. That's tight. Uh, anybody in a, in a relationship? You guys in relationships out there? A couple people? Yeah. That's dope. Uh, I, that's whatever. I don't really care. Uh, <laughs> No, actually, that sucks. It's depressing for me because I, I just went through a breakup. I literally, three months ago, just went through a breakup. 
you know, it's it's super sad. This is going to be real a huge bummer for everybody to hear for the next six minutes. <laughs> no, it's fine. It was uh, it was a mutual. It was like a mutual decision. You guys know that it's like we sat down, we uh, we hashed it out for a while. We came to the mutual decision that uh, I'm a complete asshole. Uh, <laughs> Incapable of uh, loving another person. I'll probably be alone forever. It's funny how two people can just mutually uh, come to that conclusion on their own. It's so, it's so weird. That's how relationships work, though. Um, my problem, I realize my problem as far as like relationships go, uh, it's, it's kind of like genetic. Um, I'm a man. Uh, that's it. That's just the, the one problem. I'm a man. So that means like I have to be right about everything. I have to win every argument and I'll fight you if you disagree with me. That's, that's how being a man is. People are like, I don't know if that's funny or just true. If you're like here with a man, you're like, I don't know if I can laugh next to him. Um, I'm not proud of it. It sucks. Uh, toward the end of our relationship, this is just an example. My girlfriend, she wanted to buy like a high-end blender, which kind of grounds for breakup to be good. Like, let's be honest, that's a little weird. You don't need a $300 blender to make a $2 smoothie. That's, that's math doesn't add up. But she came to me and she's like, I think, I think I'm gonna buy a Vitamix blender. I feel like that's the best blender out there. I was like, oh, you feel that way? Uh, <laughs> Because in fact, Blendtec blenders are the best blender on the market, both at the consumer and professional grade. She said, well, Vitamix blenders, they spin so fast, uh, they can turn your vegetables into hot soup within minutes. I said, that's fucking Bush League, Megan. Uh, <laughs> Blendtec blenders, not only can they do that, they have a 3.8 horsepower motor, patented polycarbonate tri-blade steel blades that could liquefy an iPhone. And she said, why would you ever need to liquefy your iPhone? I said, it's not about needing to liquefy an iPhone. I just want to know that I can liquefy my iPhone at the touch of a button. We watched Snowden together. You don't get me! So we broke up. <laughs> and it's because, it's because I'm an asshole. It's because I'm an asshole. Um, and I would never date a psychopath that thinks a Vitamix blender is better than a Blendtec blender. Guys, this is going to be a lot of blender material. I am still working all blender jokes tonight. Uh, if you guys, uh, if you guys aren't in a relationship, you guys uh, out there dating? Anybody single? single? Yeah. That's tight. That's tight. You guys on the apps? You guys fuck around? No, no, I don't believe that. I see you. I see you out there. I'm gonna scroll backstage. I'll see you. I'm on the apps. I'm on all the apps. All of them. Tinder, Bumble, OkCupid, Farmers Only, HelloFresh. Don't kink shame me. Don't kink shame me. I'm going through, uh, you know, some, some self-growth. What is a kumquat? Is that a sexual command or a fruit? I don't know. I don't know. I want to know. I want to know. Go with, go with me on this journey. Let's figure out what exotic fruits are and how you eat them. I don't know. I, I realized, I found, okay, this is what I found out about the dating apps right now. Um, it's, like, really cool to be ethically non-monogamous. Are you guys familiar? Uh, any poly people in the house tonight? No? Okay. I don't believe you. Statistically, that's inaccurate. Like, you man who you're like, no, your boyfriend's probably like, well, I am, but she's not. Yeah. That's how it works. That's how it works. Uh, like, polyamory, I don't know. You know, I get it. Like, to me, polyamory is a lot like communism. You know, like, that shit should work every time. On paper, that checks out 100%. Once you bring people into the mix, though, somebody's always gonna be run over by a tank. <laughs> it, settle down, an emotional tank, an emotional tank. 
an emotional tank. Unless you're dating Michael Dukakis, and then you've got some problems. And if you're not laughing, you need to go home and Google Michael Dukakis, because that joke, that joke is fire, and you guys are not appreciating it. Anyway, uh, dating. Funny. I matched with this girl, and I thought I thought things were gonna be great. She she uh, uh, she had a list of likes and dislikes. In her likes comment was uh, taking her dogs on hikes, going to the beach, drinking margaritas with her girls. I can get down with all that. I like that. We share those likes. That's tight. Uh, dislikes calm. One thing, just uh, small dicks. That was it. Just small dicks. <laughs> Not genocide or herpes. Um, it's so great. God, uh, this show's been amazing. And did you see the way that Kofi just shook my hand? Oh, fierce like a goddamn professional. Yeah. I was hosting uh, an open mic once at Tacoma Comedy Club. And the drunk Doug Dynasty dude got on stage. And instead of shaking my hand, he grabbed it, forced it up, and licked the entire top of it. Thank you. That's the reaction I look for every time I tell that story. Uh, what I wanted to do was push him off the stage. <laughs> but you can't do that when you're hosting, you know? You gotta keep things rolling along. So what I did instead was I just walked off and yelled, Don't fucking do that! Think you got it? <laughs> so this guy continues to have a set uh, where he spends the first whole minute talking about all the sluts he fucks. Yeah. You know, the kind of sluts that give you the sores in your mouth. Might I remind you that about a minute prior to this, he licked me Yeah. I got to go home to Albuquerque recently and see my family, and I did comedy while I was there, and I got to tell that joke uh, in front of my mom. Uh, so she's concerned about me in a real big way. Yeah. Um, went home for a funeral, though, which was not fun. A real big bummer. Uh, but my family, I come from a long line of cattle ranchers, military men, and meth addicts. So death becomes us, if you know what I mean. And uh, so when we get together as a family, I don't know about the rest of you, but we like to get real amped and gossipy. <laughs> my Aunt Tina sat me down, she was talking to me, and she's like, Jill, did you ever hear about what your great uncle Cecilio did uh, to that oh, Candelaria yeah. boy? Okay, so I was jogging and I found some interesting items. There was a dirty old pair of boxing briefs, some scratch tickets, a little mini broken bottle of fireball liquor, and a hypodermic needle, which is disturbing and gross. But I'm thrilled that my ex has taken up jogging. Pretty pumped about that. Contrary to popular belief, there actually is an upside to dating a drug addict. It makes you a very simple, patient, non-materialistic person. Because they steal all of your shit. And they, and they sell it. So, that's good. Yeah, so we'll just, I 
last year, the first and only time that I was ever choked during sex. I'm gonna go there. I wasn't scared, I wasn't nervous or anything like that. I was actually super, super excited about it because the sex was so bad. I was hoping he would just kill me. So if you can tell by that, I'm the small margin of the population that doesn't respond well to Zoloft. Yeah. Last guy I was dating said, why is it so difficult for you to orgasm? And I had to explain to him that antidepressants, SSRIs, they cause you to have a dip in your libido. But I also had to explain to him, I have to keep taking the antidepressants to keep dating you. <laughs> Pick your poison with that one, right? Because I struggle with depression, I like to set small personal goals for myself, you know, just to prove that despite the odds, I can achieve anything I set my mind to and still be depressed. <laughs> so, yeah. I know I give guys a hard time about the sex thing, but they've taken very little mercy you know, on me over the years. One of the worst excuses I ever got from a guy was, sweetheart, I had a really nice time with you tonight. I'm gonna go get us some wine. And then he just never came back. Yeah, pretty brutal, right? I recently celebrated four years of sobriety. I am sober, just a big milestone for me. I feel like part of the reason why I'm sober is because I'm still waiting on that bottle of wine from me. <laughs> pretty rough, yeah. No, I think it's great to be sober. You know, I think being drunk, you know, it's awful when somebody's in your face and they're sloppy and inebriated and trying to start an argument with you, you know? It's like, lay off, mom. <laughs> yeah. No, my parents are great. They've been married over 35 years, and I attribute that to the fact that they complement each other well. I like you. Sherilyn, I like you a lot. All right. He's uh, the proprietor of Hecklefest, and he's an opener for Tom Green. Please make some noise for Sonny Dennis! You look great tonight. I love being in like a coffee house where there's people on couches. It's like, what is this, an episode of Friends, you know? You're, could you be any more Chandler back there? Yeah. Sorry, no one told you life was gonna be this way. All right. It's the last one, I promise. Uh, so my name is Sonny. You guys might recognize me as the bad guy in snowboarding movies. I've also been told I'm the human embodiment of weed you found on the ground. <laughs> Uh, I'm, uh, I'm having a good day. Uh, I, I've been day drinking. I don't know if you guys can tell. So, it's one of the few things I'm really good at, you know? And you can be bad at day drinking. Just go to a Boston University game. It happens all the time, right? You can't, you gotta be classy with it. The key is being classy. You can't have PBR and Fireball all day, no. I have whiskey gingers. You know? It's fun, oh, God, it's sophisticated at the same time. And it's definitely a step up from my last drink, which was Four Loco. Oh <laughs> shit, this guy is like me. Yeah. Well, if you don't, first of all, congratulations. Uh, you're living a great life, you're doing something right. But if you're not aware of what Four Loco is, it's an energy drink slash malt liquor. You know, for homeless people, with places to be! Socialize! And it's, uh, it's frustrating, because it's not a good mix. You know, the malt liquor has you really drunk, really quick, where you're almost blacking out, but the energy has you alert and awake, so you have no idea what's about to happen, you know? <laughs> One second, you're the life of the party, everyone thinks you're hilarious, killing it, and then eight hours later, you're literally covered in your own shit. It's, uh, it's why it's frustrating it says, drink responsibly on the can. You know, like that's an option. Oh God, Sonny, I What did you say is four loco? 
Uh, you're just speaking my language. Make some noise for Adi Naidu! Hi, everybody. Hi. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm Adi. I just uh, want to make sure that I set some ground rules uh, before I move forward because this seems to happen a lot with me. Um, Please do not heckle with tough technical support questions. <laughs> and after the show, let me know how did I resolve your issue. I moved, uh, I moved to Seattle from Oklahoma recently, and if you guys don't know Oklahoma, it's the Spokane of the Midwest. <laughs> and I'm so glad that I moved, because in Oklahoma, I was just another brown guy stealing American jobs. <laughs> You know, with no identity of my own, just a single brownie. But here in Seattle, I have my own fucking unique identity. I am people of color. Oklahoma, single brownie. Seattle, a whole box of crayons. You know, when I was in India, I grew up in India, I used to fantasize about the United States, watching Hollywood movies, you know, New York, Chicago, and I didn't know what those places were. And I'm the first person in my whole family tree to even sit on a flight to the United States. And where did I come? To Oklahoma. <laughs> the Texas of poor people. It was like a Hollywood movie, if all Hollywood movies were made about tornadoes. <laughs> One thing I almost instantly realized about the people... Where if you're bad at it, they'll give it to someone else. <laughs> he writes for Funny or Die, he performs for Funny or Die, his name is David McLaughlin, give it up for me. Scott, I came here from Boston, woke up this morning, and my roommate did something that really reminded me of home. He left a cigarette filter in the toilet. <laughs> you know, so I went to the restroom, looked up the toilet seat, and thought, huh, I should call mom. Because <laughs> like, that's what my mom would do. She would just smoke in the bathroom because we would shame her if she smoked inside the house anywhere else. <laughs> And I realized like, that was so smart of her to do. Because who's going to complain about the smell in the bathroom? Like, mom, are you smoking in the bathroom? Like, there's a funny smell coming from there. She's like, yeah, it's a bathroom. It has funny smells. <laughs> the only thing that smells good in here is that basket of pine cones. <laughs> like myself, uh, my name is uh, David McLaughlin. I was uh, named after my dad. So he was always known as Big Dave. And I was always called Little Dave. But my sister would shorten it, and she would call me Little D. <laughs> Which is worse. Right, that's not a nickname, that's body shaming, right? Alright, fantastic. Let's get in these jokes, okay? I've never been to a strip club before, because my sister used to be a stripper. And that pissed me off, because why would I pay for something I could see at home for free? <laughs> It's not economical, doesn't make no sense. You guys can burn all you want. That ain't my only incest joke, that's just my first one. 
Let's get into it. Uh, I'm happily married. She's not, but I am. And, uh, I love my wife. She's the most beautiful woman in the world. That's how I bought her. And I was going to say, she's nicest lady around, but she's a nurse. She likes to mess with me because I don't know anything about nursing and shit. You know? I don't know, if, I don't know where my arm is. I just know that I, my body's working barely. <laughs> she said, Anthony, because you're white, you're more susceptible to strokes. I was like, well, bitch, good morning to you, too. <laughs> you make somebody pancakes before you tell them something terrible. You know what I mean? Like, here's your pancakes. Like, that's what I want. That's what I need. She said, Anthony, because you're white, you know, you're going to strokes, and when you're about to have a stroke, you smell toast. Guess what? That's not fucking true. <laughs> you don't smell shit when you have a stroke. You just have a fucking stroke. <laughs> you know how I know? I asked somebody who had a stroke. You know how awkward that is to ask somebody who had a stroke what they smelled? Hey, bud, you remember that time you had a stroke? Yep. <laughs> What'd you smell? I don't remember. I was too busy stroking the fuck out. <laughs> I saw like lavender. Oh shit, it's gonna be a bad one today. Like, <laughs> she just ruined breakfast for me now. I'm at work, somebody's making breakfast. I'm like, somebody smell toast! <laughs> somebody be making breakfast over there on time for strokes right now! <laughs> do that so many times where they won't, won't let you work there anymore, especially when you're a school teacher. Um, it got so bad I had to go to a doctor about it. Do you know how dumb you have to be in front of a doctor for a doctor asking you if you're medically retarded? I was like, hey man, I'm smelling toast a lot. It's like, are you making breakfast? I'm like, no man, I think I'm having strokes. With an S. Like I'm having multiple strokes every day. He's like, man, you don't need to worry about strokes. Diabetes is going to get you long before a stroke will. My wife's like, it's because you're fat. <laughs> $6 a box, 
holy shit, the wage gap starts young. <laughs> and you can know it, that that's fucked up, I'm on your side. Like, just raise the price of cookies, right? Some of you looking at me like, is that really the price difference between those two items? Uh, yeah, it is, look at me, I'm a guy who knows how much Girl Scout cookies cost. <laughs> I did the research. Uh, <laughs> It's too hard to choose, people. This is the last one we're going to listen to. Absolutely another Reese Cotton. Thank you. You heard the whole thing with females. Some of you still look very confused. I was supposed to be training. That didn't happen. That's okay. Um, I am very flexible about that. But uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun. I think that it's it's getting a little bit easier. I'm going to do another hour during the Some Call Me Tim show. I am going to will be interviewing Devora Kasdan, stand-up comedian, funny lady, wonderful human being. Uh, used to be a Jew. Not sure what she believes now. We've had her before. This is her second time on Some Call Me Tim. So bringing her back thanks for joining us on the AltaCast. next week we'll be back with latoya the sheriff of truth and doing the news letting you know what horrible things are going on right now in your world uh but the great thing that's going on is the mutiny radio comedy festival 2019 march 1st through 5th and i hope that you uh get excited for that because i certainly am also tonight at the elbow room 
from 6 to 10, there is a fundraiser for Mutiny Radio. Please go see the Lovesick DJs and DJ Cookie Monster. Really great priced beers, cash-only bar. Fundraiser for Mutiny Radio. Thank you for joining us here on the AltaCast. And we'll be back next week. Bye, everybody. I've been Pam Benjamin. You've been an audience. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. Asiento. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Venice. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF 
is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Welcome, Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5, Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Novoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips, don't. <laughs> anything about it sorry all on my limited view yes every tuesday from 12 to 2 uh oh you can if you can also find us on apple Podcasts. oh yeah and google play and stitcher itunes oh you already said that tune in radio uh stitcher you said that spotify oh my god there's just so many and overcast um, yes, you can also find us on social media, M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter, podcast, MOV podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your view. Yes. Bye. Bye. That, that kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for near five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. 
But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> You ever want to be funny? 